Podcast, Answer Man, episode number 359. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everyone. This is Ray Edwards from RayEdwardsPodcast.com. And you're listening to the man who not only teaches other people how to podcast, but has produced well over 3,000 of his own podcast episodes. Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft and this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to taking your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right, it doesn't matter if you're brand new to this online content creating world we live in, or if you've been doing this stuff for many years, there's something we can all do to take everything we do in life to the next level. Alrighty, my friends, taking things to the next level for me means that uh, very soon I will be recording Podcast Answer Man from my brand new studio and my brand new home. Uh, We just got word from the builder that we could be closing as early as next week on our home, doing a final walkthrough Uh, As early as tomorrow, although I would think that if we were going to do that, we would have heard about it today. So I don't know. It could be it could be the second week in June. It's okay. I am I'm trying to be extremely patient. I think I'm doing a pretty good job of that. I've got plenty of things on my plate leading up to it. And uh, I certainly know that as soon as we close on the house and get in there, it's not like immediately everything is just different and perfect. Uh, there'll be a lot of transition and and lots of uh, things to get things settled. But I'm so looking forward to getting into that new space. And uh, one thing that's happening, there's like I said, there's the potential that we could be closing uh, next week, which of course is the week of uh, Monday, June 2nd. And of course, that that date may sound familiar to some of you because for the last several weeks, I've been promoting my next session, my 17th session of podcasting A to Z, and well, that actually launches on Monday, June 2nd, which is not too big of a deal uh, for me because as many of you who have been following along know that I actually got rid of about two-thirds of the things that I was devoting my time, effort, and energy to over the past two years, and I completely eliminated those two things. Uh, and have not replaced them intentionally, have not yet replaced those that time with anything else because I knew that there was this major transition. So the one thing that I will tell you is that the 20th person just registered for podcasting A to Z today for this next session. That means that technically speaking, I consider this course to be another successful sold out session of podcasting A to Z. Now, let me explain to you real quickly what that means for me. Does that mean I can't take anyone else on for this session of podcasting A to Z? No, it doesn't. Um, Just because I I consider it to be technically a sold-out event, that's because my goal is to market my podcasting A to Z course in such a way that it fills a minimum of 20 spots. Once 20 spots are filled, my marketing efforts 
for the most part, cease to to continue uh, until after the session has kicked off and I'm ready to start marketing the following session. So, for example, when I'm ready to market my 18th session of Podcasting A to Z, I'll resume efforts and try to fill at least 20 spots for that course as well. Now, uh, the reality is, is that I have had sessions of Podcasting A to Z with as many as 32, and one time I even had 36 students in the course, and that was while I was doing all of those other things in my business, and still was 100% on top of everything, and uh, had a completely successful sessions. Now they were a bit more work, but again, uh, you know, I know that I could easily take on uh, the the craziness of moving into my new home, and still knowing how much you know I've done this 16 times before. I know how much time and effort and energy I need to put into answering the questions, when, how often I need to be there, how many hours in between sessions when I sit down in front of the keyboard to answer questions. I know all of those things. It's all very predictable for me. And uh, so, yeah, I could easily take on 30 students in this next session. It would not be a problem at all. And in fact, I'm confident that since there's still Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and usually a couple people sign up on Monday, I'm confident that this course will have a minimum of 22, 23, or maybe even 24 students in it. But, uh, you know, if, if, I had to, if I had to say, you know, and I'm not trying to market the course now because, uh, like I said, technically in my mind it's full. But if, if you were on the fence about taking the course and you're just, you know, it's like, oh, should I take it in June or should I just wait until his next one? And if you've been kind of calculating, you know, it's like, hey, it seems like Cliff does these every other month. Well, that may seem like the case, but that's not necessarily how I do things on the scheduling of these courses. I usually do anywhere between four to six per year, uh, and this may be one of those years that I only do four or five sessions. I've, this was my this I think will be my third session of the year, so I know I'll, I know that I'll do one more, and I may only do two more this year. In fact, if you have been thinking, oh, I'm going to sign up for his July or his August course. I'm at this point at this moment in time as I'm recording this I'm about 80% sure that there will not be a course in July and there will not be a course in August Uh, but instead my next session may be in September after I get back from the podcast movement conference Uh, and what this will allow me to do this is going to allow me to obviously as I've shared I'm Moving into this new space, I have to actually get the current home that I'm in now ready for the market. So that means that, you know, we'll have be bringing in some subcontractors to do a little bit of work here and there, working with the real estate agent, putting this thing on the market, getting this home sold while also in the process of getting, you know, transitioned into the new home, getting things delivered that we've purchased over the last several weeks um, and having that all delivered, getting things kind of you know settled in into the new home, and actually building from scratch my new studio slash workspace because you know I'm, I'm going in with a blank canvas as I mentioned a couple weeks back, and and so all of that is happening during a four week session of podcasting A to Z, which again I'm I'm confident that uh, I will be able to exceed. Uh, the expectations of every single student that will sign up, that is currently signed up, and that would sign up for the next section of uh, session of, or for this next session of A to Z. So I, I'm confident, but at the same time, there's going to be a lot going on during the month of June. And this course, this next session will end at the end of June, 
And what I'm thinking is that I'm going to take July and August kind of to start introducing some of those new things. Remember I told you that I I canceled out two-thirds of what I was doing. And what are those two-thirds for those that don't know? I, I, I shut down my podcast mastermind organization after two years, um, you know, and, and have been thinking, you know, is there anything I can do with that in the future? But there's no plans for that right now. Um, but anyway... That that was a that was a major that was a very hefty portion of my time, and of course, I used to also do have the position of director of podcasting for New Media Expo, and that was taking up a great deal of time as well. Both of those things are gone, and podcasting A to Z is the only thing there. But there are a bunch of things that when I mentioned I was shutting down the podcast mastermind, I did an entire episode sharing you know the you know the announcement of that. And I shared that, you know, there are some other things that I will be pursuing, some new things, live events, specifically live events in my new studio space. Uh, June, or I'm sorry, in July and August may be when I start playing around with, uh, you know, introducing those new workshops in my new studio space that, you know, it's, it's a 900 square foot training facility slash studio slash office space. Uh, the, just the, just the one area is 900 square feet and then there's the other areas as well. But, um, yeah, so, so July and August, I'm thinking it probably would be a good idea, especially since I need to, I'm, I'm going to come up with a brand new talk that I've never done before. I have the actual topic picked out for the podcast movement keynote uh, speech that I'll be giving. And, and I, and I have an idea of what I'm going to say, but I need to build out that entire talk. I need to actually practice it several times, you know, out loud and on my feet, if you will. Uh, I need to, to really work on that prior to going to that conference. And so, you know, there's with, there's still going to be the dust settling, if you will, there's going to be the preparing for the keynote address in, in, at the podcast movement and also introducing slowly some of these new areas of my business, uh, a lot of live events and things like that. Uh, something that and I know that many of you out there, of course, there are now over three. Well, actually, let me look at the exact number here before I say that. There are 373 people who have uh, registered for podcasting A to Z uh, since the course started. And... 20 of those are in the session are in the session that will start on Monday. So that's uh, 353 people who have gone through podcasting A to Z, 300 and over 350 alumni. And most of those people are still listening to podcast answer man on a weekly basis. And some of the things that I may do in July and uh, August will be potentially some webinars that are uh, weekly group coaching calls or I shouldn't say weekly group, just group coaching calls, kind of like we do on Fridays of the course, but this time it would only be for graduates of podcasting A to Z, some alumni-only sessions. I know that uh, a lot of people had expressed interest in those. Those are some of the things that I might do to fill in the gap of, you know, my desire to teach and to train and and the love of doing that, but not necessarily a commitment to a whole four-week thing. So I share all of that to say, why would now be a good time for you to get off the fence and sign up for Podcasting A to Z? Well, it's because it's very likely. In fact, the more I talk about it here, I'm, I, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna announce it. There will not. I'm, I'm making a decision now. There will not be a Podcasting A to Z course in July. There will not be one 
in August. And so the next session of Podcasting A to Z will be September. And so that's that's a couple months away, my friends. Uh, so why would now be a good time to sign up? Well, one, you won't have to wait until September. And number two, uh, well, actually, I will give you a, a number two. And, and I'm just going to drop in a couple names here. Some of these these names may not be as important to you as they are to me, but they are very important to me. And if you were to take this course, I think they would end up being important to you as well. So let me tell you two people who are registered for this 17th session of Podcasting A to Z. Uh, One of them is Kent Julian. Now, Kent Julian is a very successful uh, public speaker. He is is very well known in the high school speaking circuit, uh, specifically in the area. I think it's the DECA organization. He does a lot of events, speaking events for DECA. Um, I first learned of Kent Julian through my my mentor, friend, personal friend, and one of my business advisors, Dan Miller, who I'm I know many of you have heard me talk about quite frequently over the years. Anyway, Dan introduced me to Kent, and Kent and, and Dan are very good friends. And Kent does he has a brand. He actually has two brands. He's got one called Live It Forward, and one called Speak It Forward. And he has these workshops, I think once or twice a year, where he teaches people uh, the ins and outs of creating a business of being a professional public speaker. And I attended one of his workshops. I enjoyed it. I talked about it here on Podcast Answer Man when I got back. And I really was impressed with Kent and have desired to, to take the relationship that I started there and build it and take it to the next level. And and we've had the opportunity to exchange some emails to have, you know, some to talk a little bit here and there. But um, one of the things that he's decided to do is finally launch a podcast. And Kent Julian, even though he has a very hectic speaking schedule and he showed me his schedule, uh, it, it it's crazy. He's going to try to pull off his speaking schedule and take podcasting A to Z. But I know that he'll be able to do it because he's driven and um, and and I'm going to make sure that he succeeds in his goals of getting this podcast launched. Anyway, Kent Julian is going to be in this session. And one thing I love about Kent is is he's an encourager. He's an he's a source of inspiration. And I have no doubt that anybody that has Kent as a fellow student in a session of A to Z. And by the way, my A to Z alumni they can tell you just how valuable the relationships they have that they build with their fellow students in their session of A to Z. So just being in a court in a session with Kent Julian is going to be pretty huge. The next thing that I'll t- the next person I'll tell you about is um is going to be uh who is this? It's going to be Joe Lample. That's who it is. Great growing a greener world. Go to growingagreenerworld.com. Let me see if I type that in correctly. Uh, I didn't, but Google Chrome is going to say, "Did you mean this?" Growingagreenerworld.com. If you go there, you'll see a beautiful website from Joe Lample. Uh, he he calls himself Joe Gardner online. That's his his nickname, Joe Gardner, Joe Lample. Anyway, go check out uh, Growingagreenerworld.com. Click on episodes, and you will see uh, episodes of his television show on his website. And then if you dig around through his his website and click on media, you'll find that he has podcasts on there. He had uh, he was doing the Growing Growing a Greener World podcast. He also had another podcast that he launched after that 
very successful media personality has his own show he i think he used to have a show on home and garden he's he's had a show on pbs for years that's the where he's at right now with with pbs anyway joe gardner or joe lample is a name that's very important to me because early on in my journey of starting podcast answer man uh, joe was one of those clients who who really saw a lot more value in what I had to offer than I actually saw in myself. And he was one of those guys that really said to me, this was before my rates were even 150 an hour. Um, and he says, Cliff, man, I, I'm gonna tell you, your rates, you're, you, don't, you just aren't charging enough for what you do. And he goes, one day you're gonna get so busy that, you know, I'm, and I'm gonna need you. I've got a couple projects down the road that I can see, you know, me wanting to work with you. Because you just gotta promise me one thing. One day you're gonna be so busy Make sure you you, uh, you when you don't forget about me. You know, I I want to work with you, and I I remember him saying that, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. But he was right. He was so right. And when my rates were three hundred dollars per hour, he still came and hired me. And and at the time, you know, I, I really did not have time to work with him, and I fulfilled my commitment to him by making time for him. And uh, he's just an amazing guy, and he's he's extremely successful in in all the things that he's put his hands to, and he's going to be in this session again. He's already actually he's never taken the course; he's only worked with me one on one. But now he's getting ready to relaunch some new podcasting efforts, and decided he wanted to go through the course to to be in there for four weeks with me. And I could not be more excited. And personally, I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that uh, it, it's a bad thing for me to say that this is a huge selling point for this session of podcasting A to Z, but having both Joel, uh, Joe Lample there and also having Kent Julian there. And there's some other amazing people that are in this course. So, guys, it's going to be exciting times. And here's the thing. I know that I said, you know, I've got a lot of things that are happening during these four weeks, a lot of transition. But I do know what it takes to make this a successful course. And the one thing I can tell you is that at one point during this course, either during the very first week of this course or during the second week of this course, I will be operating this session of Podcasting A to Z out of my new home. It'll be the first session that I operate out of my new home and in my new workspace. And I can tell you right now, I am prepared for my creative juices to completely consume me. And, and I really do feel like it's coming. I, I, I feel the buildup and energy in my, in my inner being that, you know, the, my creativity is just going to go into overdrive. And, and I know this because in the little bit of sleep that I've been able to get throughout the evening, because I keep waking up with anticipation and excitement, with the little bit of sleep that I have been able to get, let me tell you what I've been doing. I have been dreaming about this new space. I've been dreaming about what things might look like. I've been dreaming about my daily routine. I've been dreaming, dreaming, dreaming. And I'm like, I, I've been caught in this dream world. And and the reality is, is that perhaps as early as next week, I'll be in there. So anyway, I, I, again, I, I, I know that's a lot to share. I, I just felt like sharing all of that stuff. It wasn't absolutely necessary that I share it with you. But man, that's what's going on in my life. That's what's going on in my world. That's what's going on through my mind at this moment in time as I hit the record button. I am extremely excited. And I want to tell you, I don't need 
another person in this podcasting A to Z course for it to be successful financially, for it to be successful for the time and effort and energy I put into it. It's already, no matter what, I've already got the 20 students that that I desired to have as a minimum. I'm good to go. But if you have been on the fence and you don't want to wait until September, go to podcastinga-to-z.com. Get registered before the end of the day, Monday. All righty, moving on, I do have an episode full of content for you. I am prepared to answer your questions that have come in on the voicemail feedback hotline. And uh, real quickly, I will share the information about how you could submit your questions for Podcast Answer Man right here, right now. And I'll try to remember to do this at the end of the show. But uh, here's the thing. Go to podcastanswerman.com slash feedback. Again, that is podcastanswerman.com slash feedback. And that will tell you that you can call in on our voicemail feedback hotline. The phone number is 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Or if you have a microphone built in or attached to your computer, on that page, there's a start recording button. You can click that and it'll immediately record your audio for you. Or if you have your own device, uh, such as a smartphone or any other recording a device that can capture audio, record your voicemail, and then send it as an attachment to an email to feedback at podcastanswerman.com. Those are the three ways. If you go to podcastanswerman.com slash feedback, those are all listed there as well. Uh, my big question or big request, keep the questions to about uh, 90 seconds or less, and please, only one question per call. One question per call. You can call 50 times if you want, just please one question per call. And today we're going to start things off with our first question from the voicemail feedback hotline from Gregory. Gregory, take it away. Hey, Cliff, this is Gregory Bernard Anderson uh, calling from the Young Independent Politics Podcast, calling for the podcast answer, man. I was considering buying your podcasting equipment package, and I was wondering What's the relationship between the mic, the high uh, mic that you have, and the recorder? Do you need them both to get the same quality that you have? I was wondering because that's the only thing I've been on the fence about when considering purchasing the uh, podcasting package. But that's all I really wanted to know. So thank you and keep doing what you do. All right, Gregory. Well, thank you very much. Um, so basically, for those that don't know this, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash equipment, I have an equipment package. It's called the Podcast Answer Man Equipment Package. It's pretty much the heart of everything that I use to record and produce my show, Podcast Answer Man, every single week, as well as all the other podcasts that I do. And I have that available from a packet in a package that you can purchase from me. This isn't an affiliate relationship or anything like that. Uh, I actually have a supplier that I work with. Um, they actually take the order from me. And send it from their warehouse to you. And uh, I basically get an invoice from them for those goods. And uh, so basically I'm an authorized reseller for a, a major pro audio company. Anyway, so uh, to answer your question, Gregory, the the relationship for me between the Heil microphone and the digital audio recorder is that I prefer recording everything into a digital recording recorder audio device. The reason for that is a couple, well, a couple reasons. Number one, I like the fact that it's not software based. That means that, you know, a computer has the potential to have a a software crash or some kind of internal conflict 
computers are built to do a lot of different things, especially for us podcasters. There's often times we're trying to pull off, you know, connecting via Skype. We might be even some of us are crazy enough to try to pull off live streaming as we're recording. Uh, we're playing audio clips on the same computer many times. I mean, there's a lot of different things that we potentially could be doing on the computer and trusting the computer to do all of those things and never fail on the recording of our audio recording. It's just not something that I desire to do. Now, I will tell you that the first 100 podcast episodes that I did, I recorded into computer only. And uh, when I did that, the you know I, I lost about two or three episodes out of the hundred episodes that I did, and one of them was a very important interview that I did, and and one that it took me a long time to get the interview, and one that I didn't feel comfortable asking for again after I had lost the interview, and I decided that from that mo- for, moment forward that I would never allow that to happen again. It was a software crash; it, Audacity shut down in the middle of the recording. Uh, without me knowing about it and you know everything appeared to be fine but it wasn't so I started recording into a digital audio recorder also back then there was sometimes where there was a little bit of you know a, a little bit of uh, internal inf- interference of course a lot of that was back when I was using PC you know Windows based computers and stuff like that it doesn't necessarily happen as often on uh, Mac computers yes I'm a Mac snob but anyway the reality is is that there were a couple reasons why I just preferred recording into a digital audio recorder. The other one I like is that I can look over at my digital audio recorder and I can tell right now that as every every single time that I talk, I'm hitting on the recorder uh, right between negative 12 to negative 6 decibels. Uh, that means that's where my audio levels are and when I click audio, uh, like your voicemail, when I played it just a moment ago, I looked over and I saw that it was right between negative 12 and negative 6. If I bring somebody on via Skype and send that, you know, bring that audio from my computer into my mixer and I look over to my recorder, I can see that the person on Skype is hitting between negative 12 and negative 6. And if they're not, I can turn them up or I can turn them down. All of that's very easy for me to do, much easier than it is in a software solution or situation. So there there, there are even more reasons than that, but those are the primary reasons why I record into a digital audio recorder. Now to answer your question, is it required that you have a digital audio recorder to get the same quality from a Heil microphone? And the answer to that question is no. Uh, You can go from a Heil microphone through a mixer uh, and into your computer and record directly into GarageBand, Audacity, or Adobe Audition, or whatever software that you decide you want to use. And chances are you're going to get the equivalent audio quality most of the time. Now, our, you know, and, and, and hopefully you'll ha- you will never have an issue where that software will crash and it will work just fine for you. So to, is, is it required that you have the recorder? No. Is it required that you even have the mixer? No, you could if you wanted to get a high LPR 40 and get that amazing sound and use something like uh, the Shure, that's S-H-U-R-E, X2U, that's the letter X, the number two, the letter U, uh, USB to XLR device, and that will allow you to plug that into the back of your Heil and then plug in a USB cable and you can just go directly into your computer right from the Heil using the Shure X2U if you want to. So why the Podcast Answer Man package? Well, the reality is is that over the years, I've had thousands of people who have said, Cliff, I want to buy what you have. You know, I did, that's what I want. What the way, I want to record my shows the way you're doing it. 
using the equipment that you're doing it with. And as a result of that, as a service to my clients and a service to my listeners who want to do that and have it all in one place where you have all the cables you need, uh, you have all of the you know instructions on how to hook it up because I know if you're buying my package, I know you're you're gonna the diagram that I've made will work for you. All of that stuff. Um, that that's why I created that package, and so that's why it's there. So Gregory, to answer your question, no, you don't have to have it. And yes, my friends, it is Thursday. And on uh, on on the mark, my lawn people are here again as I'm recording podcast answer man. So, oh, that's fun. I don't know why I don't go out there and tell them, hey, can you come an hour later? Anyway, we'll we'll just deal with it. It's only one more week, right? Um, yeah. So. Where was I? That was that was uh, Gregory and uh, what is the relationship between the microphone and the recorder? And so that takes care of that. We're going to move on next to Buck Inspired. Buck, take it away. Hi, Cliff. This is Buck Inspired of the Buck Inspired podcast where I interview successful entrepreneurs about their journey, their other passions in life, and what drives them and inspires them. Here's my question. I've been working on my show for the past couple of years and I'm not satisfied with the number of downloads. I even purchased your podcast evaluator program and I'm using those tactics to improve my show. My dilemma, should I continue pushing my show as much as I can, improving whatever I can, or should I rebrand, relaunch, and use whatever tips and tactics I can to get into the new and noteworthy section of iTunes, using that momentum to build traffic there and hopefully making a more successful show. Would love to hear your answer. Keep up the good work and stay inspired. All right, so I'm gonna call you Buck because it, it, is your is your last name really Inspire and is your first name really Buck? I, that, that's a question I have for you. I I'm just not sure. Oh, you know what? That's that's the guy who's spraying the lawn, not mowing the lawn. That's that's good. All right, we're good. Anyway, sorry, I'm a little distracted by by the lawn folks. Anyway. Uh, so here's here's the thing, ben, uh, Buck. You you said that you've been podcasting for a number of years, and you're not satisfied with the number of downloads. So first of all, I just want to let you know I did go to your website. I looked you up, BuckInspire.com, and if your name is Buck Inspire, and 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 I had a hard time believing it. Forgive me. I, that that is cool that that would be your name, Buck Inspire. Uh, and and that you have this desire to create content that is inspiring people, and your name is Buck. I think that's awesome. But for whatever reason, I'm just wondering: is that really your name? I I have this you know this suspicion for whatever reason that your name really isn't Buck Inspire. And I'm wondering if your name isn't Buck Inspire. Well, first of all, if your name is Buck Inspire, I I really feel. Um, I feel embarrassed in a, I, in a way that I'm making such a big deal about that because, gosh, his name's Buck Inspire. Leave the guy alone. Uh, but th- there's a part of me that's suspicious. Is your name really Buck Inspire? And if, if your name isn't Buck Inspire, then why do you not go by your real name? And so that that's something that that is that is in my mind as I'm looking through your branding and as I'm listening to your podcast. And by the way, let me just say this. Um, you know, whatever for whatever reason, when when I suspect that the person is not using their real name um, or withholding their identity in any way and stuff like that, for whatever reason, I pretty much shy away from 
consuming their content. I don't know why that is, but I'm just telling you that's one of the things that that just crosses my mind. And and so for whatever reason, you know, I, there's that. Now, you asked the question that you said that you've been podcasting for a number of years and that you're not satisfied with the number of downloads. And and my my first question is, well, I wonder how many you know, you didn't say how many downloads you have. And so there are two things here. Uh, number one, uh, how many downloads would be enough? Well, you know, what are your expectations? Are are they realistic expectations? Are you know for the type of show that you're doing? Uh, you know, what what is a, a, a you know? Of course, how do you define the success of your show? Is it you know are is are you looking to make lots of money from your show? What what is it that you're trying to accomplish? What are the download numbers? But let, let, let's just assume, and by the way, you're on your, I think, 74th episode or something like that, um, and you've been doing that for a couple of years. That's about right. Uh, but you're still concerned about the numbers. And let's just say you've got a reasonable audience, but you think, eh, you know, for whatever reason, I feel like this late in the game, I should probably have a bit more subscribers than and listeners than what I do now. And so I'm. Uh, we're just going to assume that that's the case. But hopefully, and in, in in this is just a, a little method or a little message that I have to the world of podcasting is, man, if you've got ten people, if you've got fifty people who listen to your show on a weekly basis, there is so much value and power uh, and of influence in the the potential to to positively influence and change the lives of those individuals that are listening to you week after week after week after week for years, man, that's amazing. And if it's only 50, if it's only 100, if it's only 500, if it's only 300, and and friends, you know, I, I, have, I have shows with tens of thousands of subscribers. I have shows with, um, I've, ha- I've had shows with hundreds of subscribers where I've done over 100 episodes and, and just been completely thrilled with them. So, you know, just just understand that that numbers aren't everything. But, you know, let let's take a look at a little further at some of the things and maybe I can give you some help here. So, first thing, the next thing that you said is that you did go over to podcastanswerman.com/products and you purchased my evaluating a podcast tutorial. Now, years ago, I used to offer a one-on-one service where you could pay me and I would go and listen to one of your most recent podcast episodes. I had a checklist of about 100 different things that I looked at. And then what I did is I would schedule a call with you. And for one hour, we would discuss what I found about your show. And uh, later on, I decided that, you know, it's just not a good use of my time. And so I turned it into, you know, evaluate your own show. And here are the things to look at and why you're looking at them. And, and that so I'm glad that you purchased that. And I'm certain that that's going to help you. So I'm glad that you did get that. And by the way, folks, if you want to get your hands on that, you can do so over at podcastanswerman.com slash products. It's called Evaluating Your Podcast. All right. Uh, so the next question you asked, you said, should I continue my show improving it as much as I can? The answer to that question is almost always going to be yes, unless you hate your show, uh, unless you've lost passion for your show, unless you've been doing it and it's just not, it's just not, you're just not, in, you're just not into it. Um, you know, then, then probably it's time to, for a change. We've talked about that a little bit in the past and actually in the recent past 
another episode of Podcast Answer Man. But but it sounds to me like you have a passion for the show. But you said now here's the thing: you asked two different questions, but you kind of put it as one question. And for the purpose of making use of something that I really, it just drives me crazy how many people hinge their their thoughts on the importance of this thing. So let me just, you said, or should I rebrand and relaunch an attempt to make the best use, uh, in an attempt to make the best use of the new and noteworthy, you know, attention and, and momentum that I can get there with new and noteworthy. First and foremost, let me just say this. I, I've said it many times. I'll say it many times more. I do not think that that being new and noteworthy is as big as most people make it out to be. There are some exceptions, and those exceptions are when your show is noteworthy (laughs) and not so much new. All right, so pretty much anybody who has a new podcast can get into new and noteworthy, um, and, and you can actually get into new and noteworthy even if your show isn't noteworthy. It should be it should it should just be called new podcasts with lots of recent activity. That's what that should it's a brand new podcasts with lots of activity. Uh that that's that's what that section of iTunes should be called. Uh and some of those podcasts are noteworthy. And and what I mean by noteworthy is like you click play, boom, it's their first two or three or four episodes and you click play and you're like, "Wow. Where has this podcast been my whole life?" Those shows, absolutely. New and Noteworthy is going to be amazing for them. Is that going to be where your show is? Well, if your show is at is you know a couple years old, you're at episode 74, and you're asking these kind of questions, chances are just slapping a new name on it, rebranding it, and getting it into New and Noteworthy, it's probably not going to help you too much. Because whether you know it or not, a couple years ago when you published your podcast in iTunes... It was in the new and noteworthy. You may not have known it, but it was there for a short period of time. So, um, yeah. I, so, first of all, let's forget about new and noteworthy. I, I can, if if you would allow me to say so, respectfully, your show is not as it stands today. The production quality of it is not going to uh, see a significant change just by getting into new and noteworthy, even if you did make some changes that I do think you probably should consider. So, uh, but now let me go back to the other question. Should I rebrand and potentially relaunch? Now that's a better question. That is a better question. So let me go down here into my notes of things that I, I I did. First of all, I went to, I, I went looking for your show and I found Buck Inspire, dot com and and while i'm doing this i'm just going to go there real quick just in case so i can kind of just have the feel for it so when i go to buck inspire.com uh the first thing i had is is your name really buck inspire and if your name isn't buck inspire then why is your why why is it buckinspire.com why where does buck inspire come from and Part of me wonders, you know, was Buck Inspire, was it because of Bucks and financial things? So he, here's the deal. You have, you know, I, I come to your your site, and by the way, the, the, the theme is it's clean, but it is not, I mean, it's it doesn't, you know, there isn't this major wow factor, but it, again, it's still clean, and... It, you know, I think you could do a little bit more with branding, but again, your website isn't the 
the biggest thing here. There, there are other things. But the one thing I noticed, it says, Buck Inspire, living a fulfilled life within our means. So I'm thinking maybe, you, and then I see that you did an, 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 an uh, episode number 75, not 74, episode number 75 with Deacon, Deacon Hayes, and it's the well-kept wallet, all right? And so I'm thinking, okay, living a fulfilled life within our means, this is personal finance, Buck Inspire, maybe the Buck stands for Bucks, and this is a show to inspire you, but maybe his name is really Buck. I'm still really hung up on, is your name really Buck? Or, or well, and chances are, I would say, if I if I had to guess, I'm thinking maybe there is a 85% chance that your, your first name is really Buck, but I'm feeling like there's probably a 20% chance that your last name is really Inspire. <laughs> But, you know, the the last blog post was, it's, it's, you know, the author is Buck Inspire. And so, I anyway, I, I don't know why. Why can't I just get off that name? Anyway, but uh, we'll see how that goes. You, by the way, you can, if you want to, follow up with a comment. Go to podcastanswerman.com slash 359. And after listening to this episode, again, go to podcastanswerman.com slash 359. Go to the comment section and let me know how you feel about the things that I shared in response to your questions here. Well, let me just say this. Um, so the website, you know, the, as far as the theme and the look, you you could have, I mean, the logo is kind of, you know, on a scale of one to 10, I'd rate it, pro- the, the logo itself is, although very small on your website, the, lo- the logo itself for Buck and Smire with a light bulb and the little guy in it, on a scale of one to 10, I'd give that about a six or a seven. Now, as far as the artwork for your podcast, which is basically just a little square with your tiny, tiny uh, part of your logo and nothing more than just Buck Inspire on your, iTunes, on your iTunes page, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd rate your artwork in iTunes a solid 3, which is not really good at all. Um, it, it, it just, it's just, that's just what it is. In fact, if I click here, about... If, oh, one of the things I will say on your website, you don't have a link in your sidebar to iTunes, and in your um, in your show notes, you also do not have any place where it says subscribe via iTunes. Instead, you have click here to leave a review for the podcast. But it, you know, that's and of course that will take me to iTunes, and I knew this, but most people may not. So. It, the other thing that I noticed on your on your site, just to, and you'll get this in the evaluating a podcast, but I would really recommend putting that audio player at the top of each of your posts instead of at the bottom. So I would have it to where it's got your title, then it's got the audio player, and then the show notes. Right now you have the title, you have the show notes, and at the very bottom there's the audio player. I would I would reverse that. Uh, but anyway, I go to your I do, go to your iTunes listing. And again, your artwork just is a black square with, you know, Buck Inspire, the, the logo there. And by the way, Buck Inspire means nothing to me. It means absolutely nothing to me. Now, if I knew your podcast was a fine, personal finance podcast, then all of a sudden Bucks and Inspiration, I could kind of make the connection. But there, it really... It's just the artwork alone just says nothing to me about what your show is. I, it's like Buck Inspire. What's that? So, so first and foremost, your branding is, huh? 
And so um, now your name of your podcast does say Buck Inspire Podcast, which again, even just there means nothing to me. Buck Inspire Podcast means nothing to me whatsoever. But then you do have the colon and you put in a couple keywords there. Passion, entrepreneurship, success, personal development. So at least I get you know, that this is a show that is about passion and entrepreneurship. Uh, this is uh, about success and personal development. So now at least I get a feel for what this is. You know, th- why not call this the Personal Development Success Podcast instead of the Buck Inspire Podcast? Name change could do a whole lot for you. Now, the other thing is, is there's a bit of confusion, a, bit, a serious bit of confusion. Now, you're on episode 70 five of your podcast and I still don't feel like you know I have a good idea of what your show is about now the first thing I will say is that you the next thing I'll say is you do have some amazing audio brown uh, branding you must have hired somebody to create some great audio branding for your show and it sounds amazing and in fact um, I'm gonna go ahead and play it and then I'm gonna comment on a bunch of things so let me, actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the first one minute or actually 58 seconds of your podcast. I'm going to play the first 58 seconds of episode number 75 after you've been doing this for a couple years. This is what your show sounds like. Buck Inspire Podcast, episode 75. Welcome to the Buck Inspire Podcast, where we are living a fulfilled life within our means, mixing personal finance with personal development and everything else in between. Now, here's your host, Buck Inspire. Welcome to the Buck Inspire Podcast, where we interview successful entrepreneurs to find out what other passions in life they have, their entrepreneur journeys, and what drives them, motivates them, and inspires them. And who knows? When we're probing their mindsets, we can figure out what makes them so successful. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hi everyone, this is Buck Inspire and today we have a very special guest. He is the founder of Well-Kept Wallet. Please welcome Deacon Hayes. Welcome Deacon. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, so there you go. That's the first 58 seconds of your most recent episode after years of doing your production. So a couple notes here. First of all, I, I, again, I it's like you're it's like here's your host, Buck Inspire, and then you said, "Hi, I, hello, here I am, Buck Inspire." Is your name really Buck Inspire? And if so, <laughs> what an awesome name. Uh, but certainly one that obviously has tripped me up quite a bit. And I would I wonder if I'm the only person who really gets tripped up when somebody has a name or there's the suspicion that, you know, this person's not really telling us what his name is. Um, and, and you know what? Maybe some people have extremely difficult names to pronounce or whatever the case may be, and that, that could be the, the reason. But anyway, that, again, I, I just have to say that again. I, well, I don't have to, but I choose to because it, it came up right when I played that. Now, here's the thing. Check this out. Your audio branding sounded amazing. But your intro to it says, uh, you know, you're listening to the Buck Inspired Podcast, where we're living a fulfilled life within our means, mixing personal finance with personal development. All right. So wait a second. So that's your intro. Now, just a few moments ago in your voice message, you said, hi, Cliff, this is Buck Inspire, and I 
do the Buck Inspire podcast where I, and you said, word for word, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about their journey, their other passions in life, and what drives them and what inspires them. You didn't mention personal finance at all. You didn't mention about a podcast that helps people understand what can, what's possible when they live within their means. There was no personal, de- you know, no talk about personal development. It was just about, this is basically your show, the way you mentioned what your show is, why why not just call it, you know, hey, this is another podcast of, you know, entrepreneurs interviews. You know, this is entrepreneurial interview podcast. Um, but Buck Inspire still doesn't say a whole lot to me. But anyway, your branding, your your audio branding, they did a wonderful job. It sounds very professional. It says where we're living a fulfilled life within our means, mixing personal finance with personal development. Now that sounds like a wonderful niche. But it, but then immediately after, immediately after, they you have already had a perfect introduction, and I mean perfect introduction. You reintroduce yourself. So right after they, your announcers have mentioned what the show is, what it's about, and who you are and now have introduced you, then you come in and say, well, wait a second. <laughs> By the way, I'm here and this is what my podcast is about. And you actually reintroduce the show with welcome to the Buck Inspire podcast where we interview successful entrepreneurs to find out what passions in life they have, their entrepreneurial journeys, and what drives them, motivates them, and inspires them. So you just had two very different introductions to the show, which immediately, as a person who may check out your podcast for the very first time, I already don't understand why is this called Buck Inspired, uh, the Buck Inspire show, and then I'm told that your name is Buck Inspire, but that's not a name that I really hear a whole lot. And so I start to question, is your name really Buck Inspire? I click play and I hear your, uh, I hear an introduction that this is a personal uh, finance and personal development podcast, but then it's more about just talking to entrepreneurs about anything that really inspires them and it's about their journeys. So what, I'm confused. I'm confused from the beginning to end, and this is after 75 episodes. So the other thing that I have is that, um, you know, the the about page, I go to your about page, and then all of a sudden, by the way, when I went to your about page, I did notice that, hmm, okay, this makes a lot more sense. And on your about page, these words are there. And I'm reading this word for word off of what was written on your page. It says, a lot has changed since I first wrote my about page three and a half years ago. I stepped out of my comfort zone, got a new job, and have a two-year-old son. Which, by the way, congratulations for stepping out of your comfort zone. Congratulations on the new job. And also, congratulations on becoming a dad. That's awesome. But then you said, you continued, you said, the blog and podcast has evolved with me and now focuses on entrepreneurship, personal development, and covering different events in Southern California? What? So, so, okay, so you had me until you said, and covering different events in Southern California. 
first of you know unless your podcast is so niche to where it's really going to focus just on south southern california i don't understand why you would actually say my podcast also focuses on different covering different events in southern california why not just go to different events and cover them but you know without you know you could just say hey i'm in southern california there's lots of amazing events and i just attended another one and here are the things i've learned relating to entrepreneurship and personal development who cares if it's in southern california or not but you don't i would not communicate my podcast is devoted to or focuses on events in southern california unless this was the uh, the southern california events podcast that now that that's when it makes sense to actually cover to have a podcast that has any focus on events in southern california Again, it's perfectly fine for you to have a podcast on entrepreneurship and personal development or one or the other individually uh, and talk about all the things that you learn from any conferences you attend, whether they be in Southern California or anywhere else in the world. Um, so, so there's a lot of confusion here. Now, there is one other thing. Um, when we get into your podcast there are a couple different things, and I wonder if I can actually pull this. I'm going to go ahead and do open with, and I'm going to see if I can pull up your um, recording here. Hold on one second. Okay, I have it. So basically, you start off, and your voice sounds like this. Buck Inspire Podcast, episode 75. All right. First of all, I hear that echo in there. And, and of course, I did this when I first started my podcast and a lot of other people, you know, added this back in, you know, 2005, 2006. We all were really playing around with different effects and stuff like that and adding a little art. This, the, the echo I'm talking about, that that's not a room echo. I mean, I actually have a room echo. If, if those who are wearing good headphones can hear my echo in my room right now as I'm speaking. But when I go back and play this again, listen to this, you'll hear there. I, it sounds to me like, and I'm 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 99.999% positive, you've added an echo effect or a room echo or uh, reverb to this. Listen. Buck Inspire Podcast, episode 75. All right. So first of all, I don't think you need that at all. If you were to get rid of the reverb or whatever effect that you did there, um, it would sound better. And by the way, um, one thing I will tell you is that on a scale of 1 to 10, that audio, if you removed the reverb, I'd give it a solid 7. Then we have your introduction here. Everything else in between. Now, here's your host. I'd give that a solid 10, your, your, your audio branding. But then there's this part right here. To find out what other passions in life they have, their entrepreneur journeys, and what drives them, motivates them, and inspires them. Now, that portion right at that very moment makes you sound like you're in the middle of a dungeon somewhere. Your room, is, I mean, there, there's echo. I mean, there, like I said, I'm in a small room right now. It's about 10 foot by 11 foot. It is not sound treated whatsoever. Lots of bare walls in here. And there is an echo in my voice right now in this recording. But listen to my echo and my voice compared to this echo. Their entrepreneur journeys and what drives them, motivates them, and inspires them. So instead instead of sounding, and by the way, it did not sound like it here. Buck Inspire Podcast, episode 75. 
for whatever reason, that sounds better than to find out what other passions in life they have. So what I would recommend that you do is find out where were you and under what circumstances, how did you have the gain on the mic and all those things. Get it to where it's your everything that you do sounds more like this. Buck Inspire Podcast episode. And avoid anything that sounds like this. To find out what other passions in life they have. Because it sounds less professional. And 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 you're going towards somebody, you know, a somewhat professional audience with entrepreneurs and especially when you know, back in 2005, 2006, it was easy to create a podcast like this and and get by with audio quality like that because guess what? It, there wasn't a whole lot to choose from. Well, I am certain, I mean, you've been doing this for years now, and I'm certain that you're quite aware of what's happened over the last 18 months when it comes to the launch of Entrepreneur uh, Interview-Based Podcast, aren't you? So, and if that's the case, then you know that there's a lot of competition, and there, and, and I will tell you that uh, right here, Buck Inspire Podcast, Solid 7, right here, to find out what other passions, a solid 4 or 5. Not terrible, but not great. Then you switched over and you did your, in, you know, the the interview, and you started out with this. Actually, that's the branding. Here we go. Let me let get right in here. Hi everyone, this is Buck Inspire, and today we have a very special guest. He is the founder. And by the way, right there today we have a special guest, and he is the founder of blah 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 blah. That automatically sounds just like you did in the very opening which again is a solid seven, which is pretty good. By the way, you could get a better microphone. You could uh, do some things and take this up to like a, you know, a solid eight, nine, or potentially a 10 on an audio quality level. But, but still, this right here. Hi, everyone. This is Buck Inspire. And today we have a very special guest. He is the founder of Well Kept Wallet. That sounds wonderful. This sounds. To find out what other. Pa- not so wonderful. All right. And now here's the thing. This part right here. To find out what other passions in life they have. This is still within the first 30 seconds of the show, and they don't get to this. Hi, everyone. This is Buck Inspire, and today we have a very... Until 50 seconds into the show. So by 50 seconds, if they've heard if they've heard the confusing branding, hello, everybody. This is about uh, personal finance and mixing it with personal development. Uh, and here's your host, Buck Inspire. And then all of a sudden, hey, everybody, I'm Buck Inspire. And this podcast is where I introduce or interview insp- entrepreneurs and we talk about their life's journey and blah, blah, blah. And you mentioned nothing about personal development and per, uh, personal finance. If they're not confused and they haven't left, you know, if they're chances are they've probably checked out by 50 seconds. So your your audio starts to sound pretty good at 50 seconds. Hi, everyone. This is Buck Inspire. And one thing I will tell you is right here, when I get to 55 seconds, um, your audio sounds pretty good. And you, I, I told you, right here, you're hitting a solid 7 out of 10 on my, on my audio quality. And your guest is hitting about a solid 8 or 9. Listen to this. This is you versus your guest. Please welcome Deacon Hayes. Welcome, Deacon. Hey, thanks for having me. So there you go. And of course, in both of those, I still heard the little echo reverb effect in there. That's a little, it's not a big deal, but uh, just wanted to share with you. So yeah, that's my feedback. I would I would recommend the Buck Inspire podcast, possibly go ahead, rebrand that thing. Uh, do you need to get rid of the back catalog if you were to relaunch? Um, that's completely up to you. You could start over with a whole new podcast, a whole different 
uh, archive of material. You could leave all the ar old archives and continue where from where you're on, uh, from where you are. I used to do a show called Pursuing a Balanced Life, and that podcast, um, that podcast was uh, you know 390 some odd episodes. I think it's like 396 episodes. And then I decided I was going to change it from my my crazy life to pursuing a balanced life. And when I changed the name of the podcast and had an intense focus on pursuing a balanced life as the focus of the content, um, instead of just random anything and everything, I did not start over with this new zero episode zero, 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 one. I started over I started with a new focus and just moved forward. It's completely up to you what you want to do there. And, uh, anyway, Buck, if that's your name, I hope this helps you out. Um, I would definitely, uh, just an overview here, I would improve your audio quality to where, you know, that little bit where you have the big echoey room, get rid of that, uh, keep your audio quality at least at that seven level, whatever you did right before you introduced the interview or right when you got into the interview and when you introduced the episode at the very first seconds of it. Um, become clear on your branding. If you're if your branding, if your show is no longer about personal finance and and stuff like that, then stop using the audio branding uh, and, and just come up with the clear name. Uh, the other thing is Buck Inspire. I don't like the name of the podcast. It means nothing to me uh, without really a lot of clarifying of, of what it is, unless that's your name and you just want to have the Buck. If your name is Buck Inspire, uh, and it's the Buck Inspire podcast. By all means, I, my friend Ray Edwards has the Ray Edwards podcast, and I actually love his podcast and and love the name and 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 stuff like that. But if you're not already well known and well connected, it might be helpful to you to have a name of a podcast that is a little bit more descriptive of your show. So, for example, the Entrepreneurial Personal Development Podcast or the Personal po Development Success Podcast, the Entrepreneurial Journey Online. Um, you know, some kind of other name of your podcast that's going to get people's attention. Something that's a whole lot better artwork that's going to grab people's attention and look nicer. You know, this sounds really crazy, but, you know, I'm hesitant to subscribe to a podcast and put it in my list of subscriptions if a podcast artwork is ugly. Because I don't want to go through my list and have all these beautiful pieces of artwork and then have an ugly podcast artwork. Is that crazy? Yeah. But I'm I'm a little OCD. I've never been I've never been described that way. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a I'm a little picky when it comes to those kind of things. Uh, your website perfectly fine. But I, I would I would really hone in. What is your show? What is what is it that drives you? Come up with a better way of branding that thing with a with a title that is catchy, a brand name that is catchy. Um, and and really, uh, you know, work on those things in evaluating a podcast and take things to a whole new level. And Buck, I really, really hope that helps you. And I, I just looked, you know what? I'm already over a, uh, one hour in this podcast and I, you know, I spent all that time at the front of the show just blabbing and blabbing on. Anyway, um, what I'll do is I'm just going to go ahead and wrap things up here. I'm not even going to play the whole three and a half minutes of this. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for subscribing to Podcast Answer Man. If you guys are still listening right now, wow, thank you because, um, yeah, <laughs> a lot of rambling at the front of the show. But I really wanted to share what was going on. I'm really excited about these, this area, this place in my life. And, you know, this podcast is an opportunity for me to share that with you just as much as it is to give technical answers. Um, Greg, I, I wish you great success on whatever you decide for your equipment purchasing. 
Uh, for those of you who want to get into A to Z, you know, go to podcastingatoz.com. Again, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to have you, but no pressure. I'm, I'm good. Uh, but uh, the next session is not going to be until September after the one that starts this coming Monday, June 2nd. Um, and then to Buck, Inspire, well, my friend, I wish you great success on potentially rebranding your show and taking things to a whole new level there. And yeah, there, there were some other things I was going to cover in this show. I'll get to them next week in episode number 360. There is, I would say, only a, I would say there's a 70% chance that I'll be broadcasting from my new studio next week. But um, there, it's probably more likely that I'm going to be, <laughs> I'll probably be here one more week uh, because I don't have internet access there yet. I got to get the internet out there and all that fun jazz. But uh, yeah, there we go. Hey, I enjoy this show. I enjoy each and every one of you. If you have feedback, uh, if, if you want to leave feedback related to the things that I said in this episode, go to podcastanswerman.com slash 359. Podcastanswerman.com slash 359. Leave a comment in the show notes uh, section there. And of course, if you want to ask your questions for a future episode of Podcast Answer Man, I'll try to get to them in future episodes. Again, go to podcastanswerman.com slash feedback. All the ways to do that are listed there. You can call 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. You can go to podcastanswerman.com slash feedback, or you can send an email with an audio file attached to feedback at podcastanswerman.com. Until next time, my friends, God bless you. I wish you great success in taking everything you do to the next level.